On this episode, we're talking about how you can get 10 times the referrals from your past clients by doing things a certain way and a bonus, how Facebook may actually be the best place to get the most ROI for your time and energy. And we're bringing on Shannon Milligan, a close personal friend of mine, back on the show for the second time. It's been a few years since she was on, but uh, one of our top five most listened to episodes of all time. She's coming back and we are diving deep today. This is one hell of an episode you're going to love with Shannon Milligan. Let's get going. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 247 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome, and we have an awesome double feature today, okay? Double feature. Uh, originally, I wanted to have Shannon Milligan on the show to talk about getting more referrals from her clients because she is a ninja when it comes to taking care of past clients, an absolute ninja. She gets so into the details on very specific things she does for all of her clients. And you guys are going to be writing notes today. You're going to be walking out of here, like setting up events and, and changing your systems and processes for how you take care of your clients. But he, she also taught me something that I didn't know she even did. How, how like really in depth and how um, I'm trying, I'm struggling for a word, how awesomely she takes care of her current clients during the transaction in a way that I don't think many other agents do. And this is why she's getting 95% of her business from referrals. She's been an agent for 10 years. Okay. She's still getting 95% plus of her business from referrals in one way, shape or form. So she has a lot to teach on that, but it's a double feature because as we're diving through here, we, we talk about how she's used Facebook to generate referrals. Shannon Milligan is a Facebook master. She's a ninja with Facebook as well. And she's, she's always done Facebook consistently. She never really left even, you know, with TikTok and, and all this other stuff to distract her. She stayed true and consistent on Facebook and she uses it in a way that's very specific. She's very thoughtful. She's very uh, thought-provoking in her Facebook posts, and it generates an insane amount of engagement, but really deep, meaningful engagement, and that leads to referrals. That leads to business, and it definitely leads to her network remembering who she is and what she does for a living uh, just with how she uses Facebook. So we'll go through that as well. So you got the double feature today. If you are new to this podcast. Welcome. I am Dustin Brome, your host and agent in the Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I run a coaching group for agents where we focus on media, mindset, marketing, and mastery called the uh, the mass, Jesus, the Massive Agent Society. And uh, very soon we are launching a new uh, live event here in Salt Lake where 15 of you <clears throat> we'll be able to walk out with a bunch of uh, content done for you and teach you all the ins and outs of how to become a video master to not just do videos or do them better, but how to uh, get business from them. And we're going to literally walk you through every step and you will leave Salt Lake City with videos to post that will generate business for you and the knowledge and expertise to go do it yourself for the rest of time. So details on that coming very, very soon. Um, I'm super stoked for that. We're just putting some finishing touches on. I was hoping to launch it today, but uh, not quite ready. We got to do it right. Uh, and we are a proud member of the Broke Agent Media Network. So make sure you go over to Broke Agent Media. Look, any realtor, information and, and knowledge and staying updated and educated on what the hell is happening in the world and the economy and within our industry and with uh, you know trends within social media or within consumer attention and all of that, like you've got to be on top of your shit. And Broke Agent Media is on top of their shit in a way that I've never seen before. It's entertaining, it's educational, and it's it's done in a way that you're actually going to retain what you're learning because it's it's delivered with personality and in video and short form and all the stuff that you're not getting from any other real estate media company, which is absolutely bizarre. So Broke Agent Media, super proud to be partnered with them. So speaking of information and how agents really need to be on top of their shit, um, I, one of the questions that I get asked most often is, you know, how do I build confidence 
you know, how do you build confidence in yourself as an agent, especially if you're new? How do you stay on top of trends? How do you stay on top of data? Well, something that I am doing and have done and so many other agents that are really at the top of their game, what they're doing is they're using KCM. Okay, Keeping Current Matters is such an amazing tool. Uh, they not only give you information, but they decipher it and they tell you what it means. Okay, This is what you guys should all be doing in your videos already is taking news, taking headlines, taking important shit, but letting consumers know what this actually means. Okay. So keeping current matters, they have, they have graphs, they have charts, they have all this stuff to take the information and deliver it in a way that actually makes sense. And you will actually internalize it and realize, okay, here's how it affects me. So if you're an agent wanting to be on top of your game, you want to be the sharpest, you want to be the most updated, you want to be the most knowledgeable, you need to check out Keeping Current Matters. They're a partner of the program and we are super honored um, to be associated with Keeping Current Matters. So check KCM out immediately. And lastly, shout out to our partner, Follow Up Boss, for being the best CRM in the game. There's so much more than a CRM. They're a business growth platform for real estate agents, business accelerator platform for real estate agents. And because you're a listener of the show, you're getting a 30 day free trial. Don't they don't even want your credit card, no credit card required 30 day trial. You only get 14 day from their website, but 30 day trial for free to check it out. And you're going to hear Shannon later in the interview, talk about how she's gone from this CRM to that one. She's she's finally landed on follow-up boss because it just makes sense. It's just user-friendly. It's just put together in a way that is, she's actually going to use it. She's actually going to be excited to use it and stay on top of her business more. And that's the feedback I get from all of you guys that have already taken, taken uh, follow-up boss up on the 30 day trial is holy shit. Like, why didn't I know this was so user-friendly? Why didn't I know that this is, it just makes sense. And their mobile app has everything I need. So if you're tired of hearing me talk about it, Go try it out, okay? Keep your wallet in your pocket. Keep it under your ass. Follow up, massiveagentpodcast.com slash followupboss, massiveagentpodcast.com slash followupboss. 30-day trial, 30-day trial. Check it out. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, a little excited. So let's get into the interview right now with Shannon Milligan from Richmond, Virginia, the founder of the RVA Home Team and one of my closest friends in the industry, Let's do it. What's up, guys? I'm here with Shannon Milligan, a close personal friend that I've known for many years. We met on Snapchat, actually, of all places, and we've become very good friends. But she is doing some very cool stuff in real estate and in her business in Virginia. Shannon, welcome back for the second time to the Massive Agent Podcast. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having me. It's been a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. I think I looked it up before. You were on episode 61 and that was February 2020. No, sorry, February 2019. So that was a different world back there, back then, Shannon. Yeah, it was. Yeah, completely different. Well, welcome back. Um, I'm glad glad we could do this again because you've you've been doing some stuff very well for years, and it's worth sharing with people. So one of the th- I want to talk about two things today: uh, how you use Facebook and how your highly authentic and genuinely curious Facebook posts generate so much business for you. But then also, once you have the business, you are really, really good about taking care of your people and pouring into your past clients and and just taking care of them in so many different ways. And I want to talk about that because I know that generates you a lot of referrals and repeat business as well. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's start with Facebook. So Facebook is getting a lot more attention over the last month or two. Gary V's come out and said that his team has now put Facebook, specifically Facebook pages, as his top priority for content now because the algorithm is just working so much better. Um, you've been using Facebook religiously for years, as long as I've known you. And, and so I think this is going to serve you. But can you describe for me what, what is it about your Facebook posts that generate such high engagement? Because you just you ask great questions and you seem genuinely curious about whatever the topic is, maybe even a hot button issue, and it generates a ton of interest and engagement. It's 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 awesome. So from your perspective, what are you doing with Facebook? I'm very honest, and I'm living my life out loud. I think when I let my guard down and I stopped trying to curate stuff and, you know, hey, I'm under contract or, you know, things like that, it really, and I became human and tried to have that human to human connection 
it just resonated with people. And I'll get messages a lot saying, thank you for being so real. Thank you for bringing that. I'm going through this too. I'm so glad you brought that up. And and people feel like it's a safe, this is going to sound stupid, but a safe place to fall. They can message me and they know because I put myself out there that they can put themselves out there with me. And a lot of times it's the first time somebody has admitted that they had anxiety or that they've done this or done that. And it's really putting the relationship back into a sales kind of thing, you know, really um, just by being an authentic, caring person and connecting with somebody. It's, it's shaking hands and kissing babies over the Internet. Oh, I like that. I like that. So give me some examples of some of the posts that you've done recently that people just can't help but engage with. Well, I just posted one today. Uh, I haven't looked at it, but I started to see people start to uh, comment on it about John and I went on a walk last night and I said, hey, listen, when you're too old for me to take care of you, I'm going to go into an assistant living with you. And he said, no, you're not. You're going to go live your life. And I said, well, what happens if I'm too much to take care of? You're going to come to an assisted living with me and live, right? And he's like, no, I'm going to be on my boat. And I was like, what? No, you are going to be there and you're not going to leave me in this home by myself. And if you do, I want you to know that even if I can't speak in my mind, I'm cursing you out. And so I went and I put that on Facebook and it's conversations that people are having privately or they're too afraid to have or they haven't thought about having. And so it's starting to get this engagement of we're going through that with my mother right now. I don't have a significant other, but I'm going through that with my parents. You know, I think you should go and, and live with your spouse. Hey, I think, you know, if they don't know what's going on, you should. And it's open these conversations that I think are intriguing to people and they're thought provoking. So that's that's one example. Another one that I recently did was about getting a car. Don't hate me. I canceled the Tesla order. I couldn't wait anymore. That's the one thing Tesla oh. does not have going for them. You know, when you have, oh. when you've got an overthinker like me, it was just too long for me to think. But I went on there asking about, uh, it wasn't even so much about the car, but how I felt guilty buying a brand new car. And I asked other people, you know, am I the only one that feels this way? Like, should I buy cheaper just because I can doesn't mean I should. And that was a great conversation starter. Stuff like that, you know, and even just simply like, I don't know what to do with my kid. You know, this is what's going on with him. And then just being open and honest. And I try not to do that too much with the kids anymore uh, because they're now almost 16 and they know what mom is saying online. Uh, but right. but those, whatever's going on in your life, and the biggest one, I feel like that made the biggest impact. Well, there were two of them. One, when the race riots were going on here in Richmond, um, mm. speaking about that, but being super honest about it, because I hadn't said anything. And somebody messaged me and said, we notice you're not saying anything. When you're a little bit in the public eye and you're silent, that that is saying something. So I spoke out. And I was really honest about my feelings with it and where I'm very, you know, I'm a fencer with a lot. So that one was a really good one. Um, and then another one was uh, about the anxiety. So that was that was a huge one, just talking to people about it. But being very, very transparent, it just really resonates with people. So that could be a double-edged sword. Have you ever had people that were upset with questions you raised or conversations you started or people that told you, Hey, you took it too far or, you know, that's not professional or, or, you know, any, any dumb horseshit like that. No. And I think it's because I'm really, I'm not, I'm not sensitive. I don't curate it, but I'm, I'm legit concerned about things when I bring them up and people know my heart at this point and they know I'm not out there, um, trying to just get business from these posts. Like I'm, I'm genuinely interested. And the biggest thing too is when somebody makes a comment, I comment back because I'm having a conversation with them. Like if you and I were talking in public and you asked me a question and I just walked away and didn't, didn't say anything, you would think mm. I was really rude. Well, and I'll tell you this, when I answer somebody on Facebook and they don't respond back to me, that's exactly what I think. I'm like, that's really rude because I take the time and I, comment back to each and every person. So I don't really get a ton of pushback. People would disagree with me. But the way that I disagree with them is 
uh, very loving and respectful. And so I don't really get a ton of that, maybe once or twice, but nothing that really stands out. That's awesome. I think people can tell, Shannon, that you are genuinely curious and it's not just an engagement post. I mean, look, I'm all for doing engagement posts. It's like, hey, do you like, you know, peanut butter and jelly or, you know, English muffins or whatever, right? Like, do you like your bacon crispy or not? That stuff's fine. But they're also not, it's not like intellectual curiosity that's bringing you to ask that question. But the questions you're asking and the conversations you're starting are like intellectual, intellectually curious questions. And I think people can sense that, you know, you're not just trying to stir the pot. Like you want people's feedback. You want to hear people's opinions. I do. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, there, I'm not going to lie, though. There are times where I know that the, the wheel hasn't squeaked in a while and it needs some oil. Mm. And so I'll say, oh, man, I got to post something. And then, you know, a lot of the conversations just come up from John and I talking. And, oh, one of the big posts, too, was um, talking about our financial situation when we sold our beach house. Um, we were fine. We could afford it. But I explained to people how we were on this debt-free journey and how this delayed gratification and talk about opening up the floodgates of private messages about finances and, you know, we're stuck here, we're stuck there. And Dustin, I was able to connect some people and get them on the path to out of debt. And that is impacting them more than than any any real estate ever would. And it's impacting me more than any real estate. But oh, by the way, when they need real estate help, they're probably going to come to me because I help them with something else too. So it, I do have to post from time to time knowing that I need to post, but I wait until I really have something to say. Yeah, well, see, I think that's totally normal. Like, you, you know you need to post and you're like, okay, well, what's interesting? Like, there's nothing wrong with thinking about the topic you're posting about, but you, you also give that topic some some thought, right? It's, it's not just a, what do you think about this or that? Yeah, there's more to it than that. So, so that's really interesting. Have you, how much business do you generate from Facebook, would you say, you know, directly or indirectly? It's hard to attribute that because some of the yeah. Facebook, they bleed over into my sphere, into my mom's club, into this. But I can tell you that I'm probably 95% referral only now. And about probably 45 to 50% is coming from agent to agent referrals. And then the rest is coming from the public because I also have a ton of agents on my Facebook and that watch me on Instagram. And I get a lot of messages on my stories of, hey, I'm a newer agent and I've learned from you. And now I have this referral. Can I send it to you? So it's I would say it's a good, you know, probably 60 percent would come from social 60 to 70 and then the rest is just me being out in the community a very very small fraction finds me online and when they do it's through google reviews and they are usually the and i love it but uh they're usually the the type a uh ocd you know c on the disc because i have 75 star reviews and who's looking at the reviews? The, those type of people. Uh, and on the social side, I'm probably getting more of my uh, high Ds and my eyes, the life of the party, and then those type of people. So it's really interesting, too, to see the different personalities and where they're coming from. And uh, it's been awesome, though. It, it, I love getting it from – oops, sorry, I just kicked that. I love getting it from Facebook because I know it's usually going to be the fun people. Yeah. There's so much talk these days about the hottest platform, right? Like, oh, you've got to be on TikTok. Or you've got to be doing YouTube shorts. You've got to be doing Instagram reels. And you've stayed very true to Facebook for as long as I've known you, which is what, five, six, seven years now. Yeah. And has that been hard for you? Like, are you tempted by the other platforms or are you just simplifying? Like, you know, what's your thought process around why you've stayed so consistent and loyal to Facebook? Because I like it. I know it. It's where my demographic is. I am not selling, you know, to a bunch of older people or a bunch of, you know, brand new kids. I tend to sell to the soccer mom community because guess what? I'm a soccer mom, you know, well, my kid plays football, but you know what I mean? I tend to work with people in the same lifespan. Now, of course, I do get younger people and older people, um, but 
the primary sweet spot for me is that my age. Do I go on TikTok? I started to post things on there. I don't get enjoyment from it, though. I really, really don't like TikTok. It's like Macy's to me. I go in there and it's like shopping and everything's all over the place. I prefer like a Nordstrom where things are streamlined and you don't have as much. And I don't know what it is about Facebook because I think it's just the way that the feed works and it's broken up with words. Um, And I, I did start to implement Instagram, which I like. Uh, I like the stories. I'm not big on the posts, but I do like reels. I've been doing uh, some reels. I'm tempted to get into YouTube. The reason I haven't is because the editing and all of that, and I know you can hire, but then the filming all of all of it and then putting it all together, it just seems overwhelming to me. And I think that's why I gravitate to Instagram and Facebook. It's really, really simple to create content without having to do massive editing, especially on a reel. And so I think that's why I've stayed consistent. Plus it works. If it didn't work, you know, try it for a year and a half. And if it doesn't work, then move to something, but it's worked for me. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Yeah, that's great. I tell agents ask all the time, what platform should I be doing content on? And my answer is always, well, all of them, if you can, but if you can't, then which one are you already using? Which one do you like? Yeah. You know, what, what, which one do you understand? Which one do you already have um, a network built on? And for some that's TikTok, for some that's Facebook, for some it's LinkedIn, like it doesn't matter. And, and way too many agents are just like they'll let go of the thing that's working just because some guru says, Hey, TikTok's hot. The guru's right. TikTok is hot. But it doesn't mean the other thing wasn't working. And, and so I applaud you for staying true to that. It, it works. And every time there's a post from you, it always shows up near the top because it's a, you know, a super high in, engagement boosting post. And I always take the time to read them because you always have something interesting. Well, thank you. And I will say this though. It, it works until it doesn't, but then it works again. So look what Gary Vee said about co- people coming back to Facebook because people all left for TikTok and Instagram and all that. The shine starts to wear off on some of those things. And then you might go back to the tried and true. And the good news is, is I never left. So I don't have to rebuild on Facebook. And life's just too short for me to play in a sandbox that I don't like. You know, I, I prefer to be somewhere where I like it and it's not work for me. TikTok, it's kind of work. I'm starting to post things there just so I have a little bit of social proof if somebody's Googling me and they go and they find, right, a little bit of here, a little bit of there. But my primary is Instagram and Facebook. And Facebook is probably the number one. That's awesome. Well, congrats on staying true to that. Something that you also do very, very well is taking care of your clients. And there's a concept I learned from you the MVP club that I think is just gold, but then you also do a bunch of events for clients. Will you walk through when somebody becomes a client of yours, what, how do you take care of them? You know, uh, what are some of the things that you do for your clients and walk us through that as go in as much depth as you'd like on that. Okay. So you're a current client, right? You are my current client and you are say a buyer. When we have a buyer consult, we're going to do a Zoom. And I'm sorry, you need to do it. I used to be that agent that would do the consult over the phone and then quickly go show the property. That's not a real consult. And I used to laugh at the old school agents that were like, you need to do a consult. You do. Uh, It's very different. But after we get off that consult with the Zoom, I do a handwritten note. And I know it's nothing crazy, but I send you one of these. And I usually put something fun, like a scratch-off ticket in there. And I might say... I feel so lucky to have had that conversation with you, and I can't wait to help you find a home. Smell that out. Then I meet you for the first tour, and I this is a seller one, but I bring you a little bag for the very first tour, and this is the bag. Now, if this were a buyer, it would have some of the same things. So it has a custom coloring book, and it has a pack of crayons in here that I get from like Walmart or whatever for 50 cents when it's on sale. And then I'll have two waters and I'll have a granola bar, some beef jerky, and I put in a score candy bar and I wrote it, I write a handwritten note in there as well. And I put, I cannot wait to help you score a home. I'm cheesy y'all, but people like the cheese. So (laughs) yeah, they do. So I give you that gift and it immediately disarms people. They're like, oh, you have a gift for me? 
oh, wow, that's really cool. And so you're starting to set a little tone, you know, oh, that was very thoughtful. And it makes somebody, especially if you've never met them before, instantly kind of like you. Um, now, if you're a seller, you get the same thing. You get the coloring book and crayons. People are like, why would you take that? Because if kids are crawling all over me, it's a great way to distract them so I can continue to have a conversation. Then we put in there some hand sanitizer. I have some wipes. And I take this on the listing appointment. I have booties. And then I got to have some cheese with that. And I say, and I can't wait to get you a payday. And so I give this to the seller uh, when I go. And then let's say, okay, we get you under contract. So then I go to a local bakery and I email her and I'm like, Kathy, Dustin Brome, here's the address. Here's what I want you to write on the card. And she'll write the card out for me. And it'll say something like, Dustin, no matter how the chips may fall, I'm really glad, whatever it is. I, I forget the little saying that we put in there or isn't it sweet? And then she will deliver, if you're local, she'll hand deliver a baker dozen of these chocolate chip cookies, and they're awesome. Uh, and if you're not local because you're moving here, she will ship them. And I think it's like $16 for her to deliver them and maybe $21 for her to ship them. So you get that after going under contract. And then we get you through inspection and appraisals, which is pretty stressful. You know, it's just that that weird time in the in the uh, transaction. So once we get through that, I go to Amazon and I get the packing gun tape because no matter if you are moving yourself or not, there's still going to be little things that you're packing up. And on the Amazon, there's a little gift tag that you can write in there and it says, congratulations, Dustin, on getting through inspection and appraisal. It's time to get your bags packing. And then finally at closing, we will go to the final walkthrough and I will say, Dustin, when are you moving in? Well, we're moving in tomorrow. That's when the moving trucks are coming. Awesome. What I'd like to give you as a closing gift is I'd like to have pizza delivered. So I need to know how many pies, what would you like on it, and which Pepsi products would you like, and what time, and would you like it tomorrow? And you can have it any time between now and the next 20 days. So I take their order, and this is brilliant. The reason I use Papa John's is because, one, they're everywhere. So I can pretty much almost always find a Papa John's to do this but you can schedule ahead up to 21 days the order. So I get in my car after I leave the final walkthrough, I go in, I schedule it, I pay for the tip, I take a screenshot of the uh, order, I text it to my client, I'm like, here it is, here's the day, here's the time, here's your order number, if it's late for any reason, you can give them a call, because that way I don't have to worry about it, tip's already included. And I know it sounds like, oh, that's just pizza. People love it because when they are in the midst of the craziness of trying to unpack that, that moving uh, truck and all of that, dinner they don't have to worry about and it makes it super simple and they absolutely love it. So that's just some of the process I do when you're a client. I mean, we do events and all that other stuff, but that is actually while you're in the transactional process with me. And I will tell you one other thing. No transaction is ever completely smooth, right? Every once in a while, we'll get that like Hail Mary that's just awesome and it's great. But there's going to be some bumps. When you have loved on your clients throughout this transaction and there's a little bump, it makes it smooth over a lot more when you have done all of these things. You laid that foundation so that if something does come up, they're not immediately like, going to go after you because you've loved on them and you're now in relation with somebody. That's a great point. And that's, uh, I had, that's my first time hearing all of that. That's, that's intense and it's awesome. And I can see why your clients love you and refer the shit out of you after the fact. Um, that's incredible. So do you have an admin help with that? Or is this just part of your workflow that you're, you're just used to now? Oh, Dustin, if people could have heard what we talked about before we started to hit record, I have a job because I do everything myself and I am actively looking for like a stay-at-home mom to do these things for me because it is a lot. And, you know, if, if an agent refers, not only do we try to send them a Starbucks gift card, but when the client closes, we send Wicked Good cupcakes and we'll say, hey, Dustin, it was Wicked Good of you to think of me for referring Sarah. Uh, we are now closed, whatever. So it's a lot to try to remember. And I don't advise doing that yourself. Have an admin, have somebody do it. Uh, for you. But right now, it's me, myself, and I, because I am just too stupid and, and too in my way to uh, get somebody hired. <laughs> well, there'll be a lot of people listening to this that don't do the sales volume you do, 
that sell a house maybe per month or two. And they're like, well, I need to automate it somehow. Like, and then they won't do it because they feel like they need to automate it when really they're not doing enough business to be busy enough to not do it. So just you'll get more business if you do this shit. And it, you don't have to do it exactly like Shannon laid out. But my God, like put some thought into it and, and do something more than just the occasional email update and the occasional text. And weird, you'll probably see a bunch more referrals and better reviews happen after the fact. So yeah. that's, that's really amazing that you do all that. So once somebody's closed with you, they become a past client. What is, what is some of the things that you do for your past clients? We do a lot of events. So the next one that's coming up, and you can totally, anybody that's listening, listening, rip the sun off, duplicate it, because there's plenty of time to do it. So what I'm doing is um, Sundays with Santa, because everybody knows I like ice cream. If you really know me, I am an ice cream con- connoisseur. I hope to open my own shop one day. And so I wanted to tie something in, see, meaningful, and that will tie back to me and make people think of me um, and also be fun. So on December 3rd, I rented a um, country club. And when we go in, they're going to have a Sunday bar. And when you walk in, I bought a Uh, that mailbox that says letters to Santa. So people can come when they walk in, they're going to put the letter to Santa. And then I'm going to have a letter to mail back to every kid that puts it in there from Santa. And then they'll proceed down the line and they will go sit on Santa's lap. So we hired Santa and we will have a family photographer taking a photo. And then when they get off Santa's lap, they will then go down to the little elf who's going to give them these custom coloring books that I already ordered and I already have them. It says Santa visited me. And we're going to give them that and a candy cane. Then they will proceed to the Sunday bar where they're going to have ice cream, toppings, and Santa is going to read a Christmas story while they do that. And then that's for two hours. So what we'll do is we'll do one hour to get so many people through, and then we'll do a second hour to have the same thing happen. And what I love about this is it's a way to have fun in the business. Uh, Parents don't want to go stand in line at different places to see Santa. So this makes it very exclusive for them. They're going to get a family photo. But beyond that, it's about the touches. So I'm just getting ready to send out a save the date here in October, probably October 1st-ish. But then about a month before, I'll send out the actual invite. So that's number two touch. And then about two weeks before, I'll send out a reminder. That's number three. And about a week before, I'll do a last call, right? That's the fourth. A day or two before, that's the fifth touch. Then they come. That's the sixth touch. The seventh touch is the letter back to Santa. The eighth touch is going to be them getting the family photo in the email because it's going to be digital. So there was eight touches where I didn't have to say, hey, who do you know that's looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? I don't have to do that because they're going to naturally think of me because I thought of them. So that's one of the events we've done or are going to do. Uh, the last one we did is we rented out the Bird Theater here in Richmond, which is an, a, an old historic theater. And they put RVA Home Team up on the, um, up, what's that thing called? The billboard, so to speak. And people came in and we, what is it? The yeah, screen? The scra- no, the, the billboard out front. Or the marquee. The marquee. Oh, yeah. Marquee. So yeah. The marquee. Our name, RVA home team is on the marquee. And then they came in and this this uh, organ comes up out of the out of the floor and plays for 15 minutes. And then we did a screening of E.T. And at the end, <laughs> we, we gave them uh, popcorn and soda. But at the end, when they came out, we also gave them a box of Reese's Pieces that we printed a sticker on there. And it says, need home? phone RVA home team. And so that was an event we did. Um, We do a ton of things like that, the reverse pie, which a lot of people do right before Thanksgiving on the Tuesday before. So we're really trying to get into the events. Uh, I love running out the movie theater because you don't have to worry about uh, weather or anything like that. But this, this Christmas one, I am beyond excited about. You really seem to obsess over the details and in like you're excited about it, right? Like you seem to really have fun with these. Yeah, because I'm not in this to sell a house. I mean, it's boring. Let me back up a second. When you've been doing it as long as I have, you're not in this because I like to show pretty houses. No, you're in it to get paid because first of all, nobody does any work for anything unless they're getting paid. So anybody that says it's not about the money, it's not true. Now, The money is not my primary motivator. 
However, it's the byproduct of loving on people and having fun with people and having the relationship part. But the housing part of it, once you've sold so many, I think, you know, I sold 63 homes last year. They all start to look, you know, the same. I've probably sold 400, 500 homes in my career. And it's like, well, you know, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. But what you don't always see is that my, my friend just had a baby there or this this friend just got married, you know, and, and this one just got a job promotion. And then you get to surprise and delight. And I'll share something else I do. This is one of my favorite things. So if you're on Facebook, and this is one of the reasons I like Facebook, and Dustin, you say you're going to Disney World. And I've been to Disney World six, seven, eight times. So I'll comment on your post. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I hope you really enjoy it. We've been there several times. Then I'll go to private message and I say, hey, Dustin, when are you actually going? We go there a lot. Oh, we're going April 15th through whatever. Oh, that's awesome. Where are you staying? We're staying at Port Orleans. Oh, we've stayed there. That's really cool. I hope you enjoy it. Then you get off that little messenger and you go to Disney Floral and Gifts. And you can order anything and they will have it in their room because I just found out when you're going. I just found out where you're staying and they will have it in the room when you arrive. And I love to order the Mickey ears and the little autograph book. Let me tell you how well that goes over when they walk into their room and their realtor thought of them to send them something to Disney. So that's a surprise and delight that I like to do for my clients when I see it. I don't always see it on Facebook. Or I found out that one of them was having their anniversary dinner. So I messaged them like, happy anniversary. Where are you guys going? Oh, we're going to Southbound tonight. Oh, that's awesome. Get off with them. Call up Southbound. Hey, do you have reservations for Tim so-and-so? Yeah, we have them at 7 o'clock. Great. I'd like to send over a bottle of wine. About 7.15, I start getting a text. This is way too much. I can't believe you did this. So it's about just surprising and delighting. And people call it the wow plus one. Uh, I like the book Blue Fishing and the new book I need to read that I've heard about and somebody said it's right up my alley is something about the bananas, <laughs> the some baseball team. The banana, banana book. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my new book that I'm going to be reading, Savannah Bananas or something. Uh, this guy completely mm. turned around. It's about the marketing. So that's what I'm getting ready to start. But anyway, I'm very passionate about the relationship part, clearly. Well, it brings you a lot of business and it, it makes the business more enjoyable, right? I mean, like you said, it's you're not in it to just see pretty houses anymore. Like there has to be some fulfillment and pouring into your people is pretty damn fun and fulfilling. So that, that's really cool. Shannon, what do you do, you know, now that you've been selling homes for, you know, 10 plus years, you have a bunch of past clients. How do you keep track of all of them? Like, you know, what, what do you do to communicate with them? Okay, so do as I say, not as I do. Let me put that disclaimer out there. I I would like to say that I'm a database maven. I was listening to uh, your podcast with Tiffany Galzenis, who is a very good friend of mine. We room when we go to these EXP conferences together. And uh, she's awesome, by the way. She takes five minutes to get ready, and I take like an hour and a half. We're great roommates. It's <laughs> awesome. I was listening to her talk about follow-up boss, and I will say, for the first 10 years uh, of my career, I've been selling actually 12 years, um, probably the first eight to 10 years, I was a real cluster when it came to database. And I heard everybody say it from the beginning when I started selling like 30 homes a year, 40 homes, you need to have a database, you need to do this. Ah, whatever, it was always in my head. I was young then. I'll be 46 in October. I'm starting to forget shit. Like I can't remember anything. And so I'm really starting to dial in on a database. And I finally found one that works. And it's follow-up boss. It was funny I heard Tiffany say that because it is user-friendly. It's one that I can go in there and I don't get overwhelmed and it doesn't look crazy to me. Now, I don't know all the ins and outs. So that's something I, I actually am looking to see if Tiffany will give me some pointers to get that automated. But that's where I'm putting in the clients. Now, I'm known to every six months to a year, have to go back through my list of who I sold houses to and actually put their information in all at once because I'm that person. But that is how I'm staying in touch with them. I love the batch email on there. Like you don't have to get into all the crazy things and the specifics. So I don't I don't send out newsletters and that sort of thing because honestly, I just don't know how yet. And it's something I need to do. That's a big 
problem in my business is some of these systems. But I use Follow Up Boss. I put their info in there. I put their address. I can put notes in there, especially if it's an unruly client that you need to have the notes just to protect yourself. And that the batch email is wonderful. So I keep up with them through there. And then also through Facebook and Instagram is how I keep up with them because that is a CRM. I think people tend to forget that that is a CRM if you work it. And I work that a lot. So it's okay that I sometimes fall short a little bit on the actual CRM because I am using the other one so effectively. And finally, the last thing I just started to use is Loom. Have you used Loom? Yeah. Yeah. Loom's great. It's similar to BombBomb, similar to Vidyard and a few others. I love Loom uh, because it's inexpensive. And now what I'm doing is I'm recording these videos, not just for past clients to give them a market update, but going over the actual contract. So, you know, if you call me and we're just starting to work together, I send you this 30 minute video of dissecting the contract because now I don't have to do that. And I've done it for the listing presentation as well. And let me tell you, that makes a difference as well, because if you are being interviewed against another agent for a listing, and if I've already sent you this 15-minute listing video where I'm going through the listing contract, and I say in there, we're going to go through this right now so that we can make the most use of the time when I come to the listing appointment on what really matters, which is getting your house ready for market, when I walk in there, I've already been in their home. They already feel like they know me because it's video and the average agent isn't doing that. So that's another thing that I'm using to communicate with past clients and also future clients and current. It's it's wonderful. I love how you said that the social media platforms are like CRMs. If you think about it, they're the best, right? CRM, client, um, what is it? Client retention manager, or client relationship manager. I can't think of a better relationship manager than staying connected with somebody on Facebook or Instagram or or wherever. So yeah, that that's overlooked as well. Are are you still using your MVP Facebook groups? No, I don't know why I I did for a while. So I had these groups where I invited past clients in my sphere in one, it started to get inundated with requests from agents that wanted to see how it worked. And then two, Mm -hmm. I, uh, what happened was I couldn't add, a couple of past clients. For some reason, Facebook was being wonky. And then I just kind of gave up on it because I felt like, well, if I can't add everybody, then I can't stay in touch with everybody that way. So for me, it's just easier right. to send a batch email through follow-up boss to say what I need to say or send a loom or what have you than it is to utilize the Facebook group. Plus, I think in my personal opinion, some people will tell me I'm crazy on this uh, because it works very well for some people. I think, at least here in this area, there's just too many groups, uh, and it just was too overwhelming. Yeah, I, I, nobody wants another Facebook group. Let me let's be honest. But if you do it well, like you were doing, you know, it, it's a group that people actually want to be in because you you poured so much back. You did something numerous times that I thought was so cool that I've done with my past clients a bunch of times with uh, the gift cards, the screenshots of the gift cards. Do you want to explain that? Yeah. So I would go to my Starbucks app and I would, I have two different gift cards on that app. One is my personal and then the other one says, thank you. So that way I know the thank you one is for me to use business wise. So I'll go in and I'll load up $150. I'll take a screenshot, take that screenshot of that barcode to Canva, doctor it up, make it look pretty. And I was posting it on social media openly. And the first time it was great. The second time somebody in Nashville spent like $77. I was so mad. I chose to believe that they were hungry and that they had no funds. And I learned my lesson. So now what I do is I send that via either text or the batch email, because now it's really going to those it really should be going to. And I'll say, y'all, it's cold outside. Or you could be like, happy pumpkin spice latte season. Go have a drink on me. Please keep it to $5 per person or less so more can partake. And I've loaded up $150. And when it's gone, it's gone. People love that, especially in the winter. They will take pictures of themselves and they'll post uh, post it on Facebook, you know, thanking me or on Instagram. 
So you can do that with any business that really has that um, barcode to do that with. I like doing that. It's it's really simple. Um, and I can just feel like I'm in a generous mood that day and I can have that out in five minutes and people get to enjoy. And then I can transfer the balance over to my personal if it hasn't been used for a while and then I can transfer it back if I need to. But it's a, it's a really great way just to stay in touch with people. Yeah, I, I love that. And you can do it with Basket Robins, with Chick-fil-A, with, I think, Panera. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch. Like, most of them have digital gift cards now that you can load. But, uh, yeah, I did that one time within my client Facebook group, and somebody spent, like, $42 out of 100 And it was just like, like, I know you don't have that many kids. So they were just being an asshole. There's always one. There's always one that ruins it for everyone. But now I just know how to do it, you know, in a text message or an email so that it goes to the intended. And most people are pretty good about it. That's great. That's great. And and look, even if they did take half of the budget for themselves, they still remember that you gave it to them. And the whole time they're ordering and while they're paying, they're like, you know, Shannon did this nice thing for us. So it's, it's another touch or two or three that, you know, those touches are valuable. And when you can just spend, you know, a hundred, 150 bucks and get a bunch of those touches that are super positive, that's a great, you're going to get a great return on investment for that. And especially if it fits in with your overall, uh, I don't want to call it a strategy, but your overall game plan for just taking care of your people. Like they're, you're touching them so, so, so many times in positive, enjoyable, memorable, impactful ways that are much better than just, you know, the occasional email drip campaign every 30 days. Totally. And can I give you one more touch for your people that are listening? Please. Because it's coming up. Usually in October, Costco gets the big ass gingerbread houses, the mansions, and they're about $11 each. So what I did last year is I got those and I got about 60 of them and people came and they picked up their gingerbread and I had a gingerbread contest and then we gave out monetary prizes because I did monetary prizes because right before the holidays, that's when people are really hurting and y'all inflation, if I'm feeling it and I'm debt free, I can tell you the average American is really feeling the inflation right now. So doing the cash prize was a great incentive as well to get people to do it. But it also is reminding people that you're in the house business without telling them you're in the house business because it's the gingerbread. And so they come and they get that. And then you have them post it on social using a certain hashtag. And then they're like getting that out. So now that's advertising for you as well. And so that's a really good touch. And if you get those at Costco, Usually they have them out by very beginning of October. Uh, that's a great way to have a little holiday touch. I love that. So, so you just go buy a bunch of them and then have your clients come pick them up from you? Is that how you, you do it? So what I did last year is when I had my reverse pie giveaway the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, I had already asked people to sign up when they signed up for their cake. I do cake instead of pie, but I call it the reverse pie. I asked them to sign up. And so that way I killed two birds with one stone and I gave it out there. And that way I didn't have to drive around and deliver or have people have to make another trip. So if you do it ahead of time and you have that forethought and you're already doing that event, it's a great time to give it to them and then have it due by like December 18th or something so that you can get the cash to them before the holiday. Oh, that's so awesome. Shannon, you're, you're a wizard with this stuff. I love it. I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing, you know, all this, this really thoughtful stuff that you do for your clients. This is why you're getting 95% of your business from referrals, uh, whether from agents or consumers, it doesn't matter. Uh, that's very telling, you know, it's, it's very telling of, of you as a person, an asshole would not be getting 95% <laughs> of their business after a decade from, uh, from referrals. So that that's a true testament to you as an agent. Well, thank you. And I got to tell you, I have to, uh, I, I just want people to know the real truth. And, and this is a post, right? This is a Facebook post. This is kind of why, why people relate. I do really well at that stuff. Do I fall off the horse from time to time? Yes, I'm human. Sometimes I'll forget to take the, the package with me to the new buyer and I try to make it up the next time I go. 
but I'm failing forward. And if I can hit it 90% of the time, I'm hitting it more than the next person. And I really have to work on my systems. That is my Achilles heel. So there are definitely places in my business. And I want, I think it's important that agents know while I might rock that, I totally do not rock other things. And we all have room to grow and to fail forward. And the important thing is we take one thing, we focus on it, perfect it, then move on to the next one. Because if you're trying to do all of these at once, it's just never going to work. So I just want to be completely transparent. I'm a shit show in many ways. Well, so Shannon, this is why you're a winner. Okay. So losers will just do a little bit and wonder why they're not winning and wondering how come I'm not getting the same results. The winners will work their ass off and still feel like they're not doing enough. You, you still feel like you're not all there yet. So you have the mindset of a winner and that's why you're getting great results. So well done. Uh, before we wrap it up, I we haven't done this for what, three years now, three and a half years since you've been on the show. You weren't doing Jesus, it back then. I don't think you did it. Uh, was I not doing the, the oh, rapid fires? So now I'm excited because I never got to do it. Okay. All right. Well, let's do it. And I'm going to have some, I'm going to have some special ones for you. Oh no. All right. Cookies. We'll start with the standards, Facebook or Instagram. Facebook. Instagram or TikTok. Instagram. Okay. Books or podcasts. Podcasts. Podcasts or audiobooks? Oh, audiobooks. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, rental property or flipping? Flipping. Burgers or pizza? Pizza. New York or LA? New York. Yeah, you love New York. I love I New York. I love it. What a great city. Uh, NFL or NBA? NFL. Yeah? Yeah. College or pro? College, Penn State. We are. Yep, Penn State. See, I know you're a, a Penn State fan because of your Facebook posts. Yeah. And, and you've gone to a game recently, right? Like within the last few years? Uh, a few years ago, yeah. I want to go again. I love it. I love State College in the fall. It's amazing. Oh, those, those uh, whiteout games at night look amazing. Nothing like it. So cool. Uh, mountains or beach? Mountains. Mm. Podcast or vlog? Oh, a vlog. YouTube or Facebook Live? YouTube. Rich Dad, Poor Dad or Millionaire Real Estate Agent? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Nice. Uber or Lyft? Lyft because I can't figure out my Uber app. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Gary V or Grant Cardone? Gary V. Um, Tesla or insert car company that you're going to get instead. I got a Lexus. I do love the Tesla oh, though. I know, I know, but I'll still go with Tesla because I do think it's hella cool. They just got to get faster with how they get things out to people. I'm an overthinker. So, okay. So, so the waiting period sent you off the rails. You're, you're like, I, I want this Tesla. It's so awesome, but I just can't do the wait. They so kept much pushing it. me back and pushing me back, pushing me back. And mm. we have a deadline because my kids are going to be 16 and we're giving them John's car and John's taking this one. So I just felt this like pressure to get a car. And uh, yeah. yeah, but the Tesla's really cool. John wants an X. So one of these days, that's probably oh. what we'll do. Yes. I, not my next car. Cause I, um, yeah, my next car, I'm going to be leasing something else, but I'm getting an X. They're so freaking cool. They're so cool. Men and their yeah. cars. Yeah. Well, women and their cars. Like my wife loves her Model Y. Yeah. It, you know, she's she's going to put a wrap on it that's all iridescent Ooh. and make it girly. So I don't want to drive it anymore. You're going to need your own. Yeah. Yeah. I'll need my own. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. The, the waiting on ordering a new Tesla. It sucks. Mine was pushed back for months. Um, have you looked into buying a used one? No, because the used cars are just as much or more right now than some of the new cars because people know you can't get the new, so they're going to sell you their used for a much higher price. It is a very topsy-turvy world right now. It is so mm-hmm. strange to me how how we can be in it, have all this inflation and be going into a recession, and yet we have thousands of thousands of jobs that have not been filled. It is such a weird time in the in the world right now. 
It's wild. There's so much money out there in the system, and we've just printed trillions more during COVID, and you know all of that, and it it just creates craziness, like stuff that doesn't make sense to us when we were you know 20 years ago, like you know concepts that I don't know. I don't know, but it's the world we live in and it keeps things interesting it for does. damn sure. And agents need to save for a rainy day just in case they really need to get their finances right. Oh yeah. That that was a big mistake uh that I made early in my career is I was always living commission check to commission check and uh caused problems. Caused big, big problems. Um yeah, so I don't recommend that. No, no, get in a budget. A budget is very free, freeing. I, I think it's a freedom mm-hmm. thing. People think it's prison. And to me, we built more wealth the minute we got out of debt than any time before. And it's amazing how you do the debt snowball to get out of debt. Well, you should see the, the snowball that happens with accumulation of funds when you don't have payments. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, the investments you can make and all of that, yeah. That's awesome. Shannon, thank you so much. And for anyone who's not following you yet, shame on them. But where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Facebook, Shannon Milligan. My page is open. And uh, Instagram, Shannon Milligan Realtor. You can find me there. Those are the best places. Feel free to reach out as well. I'm always happy to chat or uh, send me an email, shannon at rvahometeam.com. But I prefer DMs on Instagram or Facebook. It's the fastest way to get me. Awesome. And so Shannon, your Facebook posts, these ones that we've been raving about all day, these are public or are they friends only? Public. I keep everything nice. public because what's the point? I am a I am a 7-Eleven. I need to be open all the time. So I don't understand. The only time I change it to private is if I'm asking somebody like what to get my husband for his birthday so he doesn't see it. There you go. And you just exclude him. I love how you can do that on Facebook. You can exclude certain people from seeing the post. It's awesome. Facebook is a very yeah. good place to... Um, people don't understand the power that Facebook has if you figure out how to utilize all those things. Yes. Awesome. Shannon, appreciate it so much. Always good to catch up with you. I'm glad we got to hang out a little bit in Dallas at the Build event. And I think Vegas is the next one, right? EXPCon in Vegas? I can't go. Are you going? I can't because no? I'll be in St. Lucia. But you know where I'm going to see you? I'm going oh, to see shit. you in Cabo. Nice. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Cabo. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I'm so glad you're going to that. That's cool. Yeah. And John yeah. too, right? Yeah, can't wait. We booked it and everything. I already yeah. have the hotel and, and very excited that you convinced me that I need to do this. Oh, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's one of the best masterminds of all time. Mm-hmm. It's smaller. It's in Cabo. It, everyone who's there means business, but they're also fun. So yeah. that's awesome. Shannon, appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Well, I told you that you'd be taking notes on that. That She is so great with the details and you can tell she enjoys these events. So if you're not that way, if if you're like, I need to do some events, but I'm not really great with them. Great. Thank God Shannon just laid out the blueprint. So all you have to do is do. All you have to do is do do what she's done and you have a great event out of the box. So Shannon, thank you again for coming on the show. You are welcome anytime. And uh, we're, we're certainly not going to wait three and a half years to have Shannon back because the first time was episode 61 and this is 247. That was way too long ago. Uh, little fun fact, Shannon is actually my sponsor at EXP. She's the reason why I joined EXP, what, four years ago, and uh, absolutely changed my life financially, um, changed my business, changed my career. I'm able to do so much more because of the business model there. And uh, Shannon joined a year before me and was trying to tell me like, hey, like you got to pay attention. Like, Here's what's going on. Here's why you should come with me. And I was like, eh, don't want to hear it. But she just kept telling me all this awesome shit that was happening. And one by one, like this slow, steady drip of awesomeness. And I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to look at this thing again, and I did f- with a with a you know open mind finally, and I'm like this this just it makes too much sense. So here we are, and I'm grateful to Shannon for bringing me to EXP, and it's been it's been awesome. Um, so when we were talking about Cabo, uh, there's an EXP mastermind in Cabo every year, and um, I've gone the last two years. This will be my third. One of the most fun events ever, open to any agent. Um, whether you're with eXp or not, but, uh, let me know if you want to get in on that. I believe there's still some tickets, but it's a very small, intimate event. Um, but it's, it's the business builders. It's all the top producers. It's all like the big 
influencers and business builders, the, like the people that are really doing big shit within the company are all there and hanging out on the beach and by the pool and grabbing coffee. Super cool. So guys, um, last, last thing to say before I wrap it up. Um, if you, if you're just hearing this now, we may have already launched and opened up, um, what I believe will be called the, uh, the video masters and I want to I want to be able to get 15 of you guys at the most coming here sitting down with me and my team in Salt Lake. We're going to bring out the lighting, we're going to bring out the cameras. We're going to show you here's what you use, here's where to plug it, here's the settings to to use and how to pick the topics, how to pick the headlines, how to pick the hooks, how to deliver the hooks, how to how to do everything required to to make great videos that perform well on social but also get business. Just having a bunch of views is great. But I'd, I don't know about you, but I'd rather have fewer views and more closings from those. We're going to teach you how to have both in-person, live, one-on-one, personalized. And uh, that's why we're only able to do 15. So if we've already announced that, great. Um, if not, stay tuned and you will hear more about that. Make sure you go to themassiveagentsociety.com and get on our email waiting list. Um, and we'll notify you guys there. So that's going to be fun. Just putting together the details, the location, the hotel room block, all that good stuff, and the exact dates. So stay tuned. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you got some value from this episode, please share it with somebody who you are close with in the industry. Maybe that's your broker. Maybe it's an agent in the cubicle. Why did I say that weird? An agent in the cubicle next to you. Maybe it's one of your friends that you know from across the country that's you know, share it with somebody that you feel will get some value from this if you got value. That's all we ask. That's why we do the show. And we appreciate you helping us to share the good word. Appreciate it. See you guys next week. Take care.